The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode of That's So Retrograde is brought to you in part by our friends over at Thrive Market, a revolutionary online marketplace on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Thrive Market is the go-to destination on the internet for me and all my friends, Elizabeth being the first one, to go and buy non-GMO foods and natural organic products at 25 to 50% off the traditional retail price what? What? And if you head over to thrivemarket.com slash retrograde, you get 25% off your first order and a free 30-day membership. Mm. Play that jingle. Mm. Welcome to That's So Retrograde. We're back. We are back. It's November. Hello. Hashtag Scorpio season. Okay. Oh, um, And we have with us today, she back. She's an OG in the space. OG in the space. OG in our hearts. Wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for her. Has been doing this show with us for the past three years now. It'll be three years, I believe, come January. Welcome back to the show, Ambi Kavanaugh. I remembered your new last name. Hello. (laughs) Happy to be here. Can you believe we've known each other for so long? Hasn't it been a beautiful journey? It feels like decades. It really does. (laughs) Well, whenever you say that, I can't tell if it's a good thing or a bad thing. (laughs) I'm just remembering some of the funny times. (laughs) I think the first time you came into the show, Steph and I were like not in a mood. Or we were in a mood. You were in a very bad mood. We were not in sync. What happened? We were out of sync. We were both grumpy. The first one. You were quite scary. Like years ago? Yeah. Yeah, years ago. At, at Embassy Row? Yeah. Yes. I cannot even remember. And then you were like, I think I need to be your guys' life coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you guys both I, reached out to me. I emailed Ambi and I said, hi, I need your help. She said, hi, if you don't help me get a, get a handle on how to be partners with this bitch, this whole thing is going to fall <laughs> apart. <laughs> and I thought, oh dear, I think I'm cool to help them. <laughs> I love that. It, it's Hardcore. Been a, it's been a great journey and it really yeah, has, it has illuminated for us how to be partners. So thank you. Aww. And the rest is her story, as I hate to say. <laughs> Elizabeth, do not you even come for me with a herstory reference, you goddamn Bono impersonator. I feel like, I feel like herstory, <laughs> your herstory is my Galentine's. Uh-huh. You know, like, we yeah. just don't like it. I can't have it. Like, I mean, we're all for female empowerment, but we don't need to, like, infuse it into wordplay. Here's the thing. I think I'd be fine with herstory if it wasn't coming from a video package at a U2 concert. Right. So. I don't know why that just yeah. irked me. I was like, everything's all good. And then it was, like, across the screen. Yeah. We were at um, Bonnaroo, and Bono was like going doing a montage of, like, famous women in history, and it said herstory across the the mega screen and we were like nope and we just walked <laughs> away so annoying but i have to say can i just say just in the man gen of it all angie banicky literally just texted me that is wild so mm. that is really synchronicity. here we go yeah. it's her birthday this week addicted she's to synchronicity she's a scorpio she's a scorpio her, birthday? her birthday's on friday i've got my soundbar so i can't go oh. so you guys should check out her tarot scopes that she does every month they're phenomenal she is the best card one of the best card readers 
in LA because at least the best I've worked with. Well, it's also really cool because it's like a horoscope, terroscope, and then she provides songs, which just like carry me away on the musical tip, you guys. She's amazing. She's a treat to get a reading with. You know who else is a treat to get a reading with? Who we are so lucky to have to talk to us about the fucking Astros because what the hell is going on, Ambie? In the cosmos. So, um, wait, wow. did you just give yourself a theme song? I think I okay. <laughs> I just wanted a little like ding. I know. Yeah, <laughs> we're working chimes. on I like my chimes. Oh, you need those little chimes. But that, as much as I love the like deep sound gongs and the bowls, the end. the end is my favorite part of the sound bath. Those little sounds get me inside my yeah. heart. I know. I feel like I'm just sprinkling love on everyone. You are. They're like it's like a triangle and at wellspring right? no it's not a triangle elizabeth thinks it's a triangle no it's a it's like a it's, a, it's an a, a wind wooden chime. Wind, wind chime yeah. well, it's, it's a similar a similar noise we're working on a sound board here mangening that yeah. for sure I, yes, yeah. i'm glad i've got you mangens because i'm a reflector oh god mm. that makes so much sense right yeah mm-hmm. okay so okay we're going to get cosmos. into it. Um, so for those of you who might may just be joining the That's a Retrograde Universe, Ambie is our astrologer in residence. She is here to bring the knowledge. She has been the, the guest with – you're like the Alec Baldwin of, of That's a Retrograde. He's That's been on SNL, SNL the reference. most. So <laughs> here she, you go. She, she just rolled her eyes. That. <laughs> um, but that's okay. If you did get it, you get a bonus point. Um, so let's – hear it what's happening it's a new month we're uh scared about the world just lay it on us new month new moon new jupiter cycle yes okay before we get into this Mm -hmm. i remember last year Mm -hmm. you were like jupiter is going into scorpio it's gonna be great and you know not that it wasn't great but i will say i think 2018 was the most challenging year of my entire life but you've had immense growth. Yes. Right? Incredible immense Incredible growth. Incredible growth. Okay. And Jupiter in Scorpio was about growth. It was about diving beneath the surface. Okay. And, and going really deep to get and access that growth. Okay. And the miracles. Okay. So okay. You kind of got it. There was right? a lot of miracles that did happen, I will say. Yeah, I've witnessed a lot of them. Okay, so I take it back. I'm it's sorry, Jupiter. Yeah, don't complain to Jupiter. But look, you know, this week we have, speaking of Jupiter and Scorpio, Jupiter and Scorpio is coming to an end. We have, this is the end of a 13-month transit. We have a new moon in Scorpio, and then Jupiter moves into Sagittarius. Oh, okay. So lots of action in the cosmos. Hmm. What does this all mean? Tell us. Think of it like this. For the last 13 months, Jupiter has been transiting the Scorpio-ruled parts of each of our charts and each of our lives. It's been going in there and giving healing, clearing, expansion, growth, miracles in many cases, abundance in many cases. And now Jupiter's finished that transit, and which basically takes another, you know, it'll take another 12 years for him to go back into Scorpio and to visit that part of our charts. So now he's going to be leaving and he's probably going to give us all a nice gift when, as he leaves, it's a little bit like Saturn. He loves giving us a final gift mm. and say, here, here's a cosmic kiss. This mm. is your gift from the end of this transit. And that gift can be accelerated and experienced in a different way by using this powerful new moon mm. to set some new intentions for the Scorpio-ruled parts of our charts. And the new moon was yesterday. This yes, is coming the new out. moon was Thursday. Yes, the new moon is Wednesday was the new moon was Wednesday the 7th of November okay um and so it's not too late today to set some new intentions or this weekend even not too late today or this weekend or you know any time over the next few days ever 
or ever to just set. Yeah. Never, do it. It's never a bad time to set intentions. And just on that topic, you know, I think a lot of the time with astrology or soul astrology, which is what I do, people get a little bit stressed about it's a new moon, it's a full moon, this is happening, that's happening. I feel like overwhelmed, like it's too much. Don't get too alienly retentive about it. The whole point of working with the cosmos and cosmic consciousness according to soul astrology is to take what works for you and take what serves you and just leave the rest. And when you mm. get too alienly retentive and uptight about certain transits, you actually do yourself more damage than you do if then if you if you were a little bit more relaxed and just kind of like, all right, it's a new moon. All right, I might be three days late, but it's still a great opportunity to think about what I want to manifest for the next month. Right. Okay. Makes sense. So what can we expect with the Sagittarius-Jupiter transit? Well, can we just backwards onto the new moon? Yes. And maybe something that we should think about with that new moon. You know, it's a great time to think about sex, to think about money, and okay, think about okay. creativity. Those are my three favorite things. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, you mean every day? <laughs> it's all of our three favorite things. Why? Because Venus has been retrograde. As I think everybody knows for the last month or so and Venus is now in the last week of her retrograde and Venus was retrograde in Scorpio now into Libra so as Venus has been retrograde in Scorpio and Libra it's bringing up all these kind of issues around sex around relationships around money around creativity and it's just a really good because we've having been having to think about all these issues and perhaps things have been brought up for us to deal with like how do we deal with money how do we handle sex how do we interrelate with each other how do we express ourselves and so because we've been forced to kind of look at those issues because of this venus retrograde this new moon is almost a really beautiful opportunity to say okay Jupiter, the great gift giver, the great cosmic benefic is leaving Scorpio. There is a new moon in Scorpio. Venus has been retrograde in Scorpio. How do I want to reset myself with regards to money, with regards to sex, with regards to relationships, with regards to intimacy, with regards to self-expression and creativity? Because Venus does rule all of those things, as well as how you look, like your own image, a kind of makeover of sorts, mm -hmm. which can be a makeover from the inside out. So when is it cool to go back to, like, let's say we wanted to, like, color our hair or maybe, like, get some bobo? She's asking about Botox. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, to be safe, I would say wait until Venus retrograde is officially over which is <laughs> she's like jesus mark when? your cows ladies fine <laughs> mid-november okay november 16th if you wanted to be really super cautious you would wait until venus retrograde shadow is over and mercury retrograde is completely over you would wait until the end of the year but that's if you're being super cautious again take what works the face elizabeth is making is you'd think she was 90 years old and her face was melting off her <laughs> skull she's like i can't wait does not look happy. I'm asking on behalf of a of few a people who've been asking. Okay. I'm good. I already went. Okay. I'm fine. Tell I need your to, friends to wait. I need a jaw re-up, but okay. that's not cosmetic. Yeah. And I have a few friends who've been asking me. Okay. Because they wanted the name of my doctor. And okay. I said, I'll give it to you, but you have to wait before you make until, the appointment. Yes. L -L. I tell, them, tell them to wait until after mid-November. Okay. Perfect. Okay. That's okay. the answer that I'm okay? looking for. Okay. Thank you. We've got to shout out one of our uh, partners for today's show, Fabletics.com, your one-stop shop for athletic wear. They have yoga, running, gym gear, sports bras, shoes, accessories, and more. Fabletics has you covered. I'm actually wearing a pair of Fabletics leggings right now. Oh, are you? These are the first ones I ever got, and when we went into partnership with them, I was so stoked because 
I was ready for more leggings. I have to tell you, I got the coziest coat from there. So they not they don't just have great leggings, great sports bras, but I got this coat. It's called the Lada Cocoon Zip Hoodie, and it has kind of like that teddy bear trend that's I happening. got that too. Is and it black? Yeah. I got the same one. hooded, fab. We can be twins. I I'm have obsessed that. with it. I went a little bigger. I got a medium, so it's like really kind of like cozy and big for the colder months I love it obviously we're huge fans of their leggings um I was wearing pants the other day that are my dream legging they're black with this like silky material and they are gigantic bell bottoms and Elizabeth was like I like your dance pants and I was like oh is that what these are called I thought they were just fashion forward spandex leggings friend and she was like, I wore those in seventh grade. And I was like, well, I'm just have them. trying to get back to my seventh grade self. So thanks, Fabletics. Yes, Fabletics is here for you when it comes to trendy and affordable gym wear. And hey, we're talking leggings and we have a fun deal for our listeners. You get two pairs of leggings for only $24. That's a $99 value when you sign up for VIP. All you have to do is go to fabletics.com slash retrograde to take advantage of this deal. That's Fabletics. F-A-B-L-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash retrograde. Get two leggings for $24. And don't forget that there is free shipping on orders over $49. And for all of our international listeners, uh, Bonjour. Hola. They ship internationally and there is no commitment to continue ordering after you purchase your first order. Namaste moving around, looking cute, feeling good. Oh, yeah. And online shopping, of course. Yes. In the, in the Venus retrograde of it all, mm-hmm. uh, has it gotten from, well, for me personally, I feel that when it was happening in Scorpio, it was like really beautiful and unearthing patterns and it was like very clear to me and there wasn't really any tension around it. It was very like, it just made sense and I felt like it was an opportunity and then it moved and suddenly it feels hard. It's interesting. When it moved into Libra, it yeah. started to feel really hard for a lot of people. Yeah. And I have Venus in Libra. Ooh. Well, this is really significant for you then because okay. it's your Venus return in many ways. Okay. And your Venus return retrograde in Libra is about really bringing up issues from the past, patterns of behavior, mm. things to do with receiving, abundance, mm. relationships, mm. how you handle them, <laughs> harmony. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it's probably a little bit tougher for you. Listen, the point with all of this is we can give, I can give generalized advice and I can give generalized opinions that could apply across the board to people. But really... It depends on your individual chart and what's going on with you in your life as to how you feel this. Like sometimes a full moon will happen and everyone's finding it super intense and I won't find it intense. And another time a new moon will happen and everyone's like, wow, new moon, fresh new energies. And I will feel like, oh my gosh, I feel so stressed by this, you know, I feel yeah. like emptiness or a void at the time. So you have to remember when any astrologer is giving this kind of, you know, speaking and giving any kind of general advice, it is generalized advice. You have to look at your own chart and understand your chart in order order to really dig deep with it but I think when we're thinking about general themes relationships relationships how we relate with each other how we deal with all those issues that I you know when you think about sex money relationships and creativity and beauty and self-image they're pretty thorny topics yeah I was gonna write a rap song (laughs) sex money creativity (laughs) in the accent accent. start a group yeah absolutely we're halfway there really we are um, sorry, I interrupted you with my no, my, you know, my lyrical inspiration. I like the lyrical inspiration. But 
so they, these are thorny topics and isn't it always a good time to reset ourselves with regards to these areas of life and think about what it is that we want to manifest financially in terms of abundance in terms of receiving maybe we want to make you know have a makeover of sorts that reflects our new inner values and our new inner self-esteem and reflect that outwards maybe we want to reset ourselves with regards to relationships not just romantic relationships but relationships professionally personally mm. platonic soulmates and all those areas of life and I think Venus retrograde as much as it's been a bit of a thorny uh, bit like roses and thorns you've got the rose but you you have to have the thorn to have the rose it's been a thorn in a lot of people's sides but I think you have to take the lessons and what's been thrown at you and work with that to say it's time for me to make some change and use this new moon to reset yeah new moon's always a fresh opportunity to and you know the sky is dark it's a blank canvas it's an opportunity to write a new script for the lunar month ahead mm. and then all of a sudden when we're resetting we're getting it right then mercury comes in it's like just kidding y'all it's going to be listen it, it mercury you're right mercury goes retrograde just as venus goes direct so what's it, these dates so this is november 16th okay everything's happening around november 16th and november 16th is when venus goes direct and it's also when mercury simultaneously goes retrograde mm -hmm. so it's like the it's as though the cosmos is saying hi guys venus is going direct and everyone's like yay my love life will turn itself around now and then boom mercury goes retrograde good luck forming those text <laughs> messages <laughs> but, i can know. never text anyone when mercury's retrograde well, you have to, yeah. You or have like to I do it too fast or like I wait too long. Like it's like it gets too. Communication. Yeah, it gets weird. Watch your communication. But again, Mercury retrograde is not the, it's not some huge disaster in life. It's not this terrible time. I've said it before. It's probably getting boring, the fact that I'm repeating this. But Mercury retrograde for me personally has been a time of great miracles in my life. Mm. There's been it's very difficult Mercury retrogrades, very difficult Venus retrogrades. But I've also had some of the biggest miracles in my life occur during retrograde periods. And I don't have that much retrograde in my chart. So it's not as though it's because of that. It's just because sometimes things shift in your life and the past comes back in the best possible way and or you revisit something and you find that you have a you know reconnection or a reset of thoughts that actually enables you to manifest something that you couldn't manifest earlier on in your life so it yeah. doesn't have to be all doom or gloom by the way psa you know yes mercury is going retrograde but isn't it nice as winter's for you know coming in now what's well, i guess technically still fall but it feels like wintry more and we're rolling to the end of what's been a very intense year i'm sure for many people individually and for the world at large to kind of think about 2019 and what it is that we want to create because january astrologically and i'm sure we'll be talking about that in january is looking like a really clean slate and a good time mm. for all of us. Isn't that the first January in like three years that that's the case? Yes. Because I remember very... the few last years, it's always been like, January is a false start. January is going to fuck you up. <laughs> Praise be. Yeah. Praise be that's to the nice. cosmic gods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We I, love that. Isn't okay. 2019 just going to be generally be like a gentler cosmic year in general? Yes, because so here we have Jupiter um, on November the 9th, so tomorrow, going into Sagittarius and Jupiter is actually the ruler of Sagittarius. It, when when a planet goes into its own ruler, it's its natural position. Mm. And when it's in its natural position, it's called it's considered to be exalted. What that means is it's at its highest potency, its highest kind of power and level. The crown. It's its, yeah, it's kind of the crown of the crown, the jewel in the crown. Yes. So it's going to be a really, and you know, it's a really positive, positive kind of, it bodes well for all of us, basically. Think of it like that. 
if you're a Sagittarius or a Sagittarius rising or your moon's in Sagittarius, it's going to be a really awesome 13 months ahead for you. But for everybody else, regardless of our sign, for the world at large, this is going to be a time of great healing and justice and expansion and mm. hopefully miracles w with regard to those Sagittarius ruled parts of life. So, for example, you know, legal matters, justice, fairness. See you later, foreign, Trump. Foreign people, foreign people, foreign places, immigration, you know, immigration rights, all of these kind of issues. Also religion and spirituality. I think it's going to be a time where we're seeing actually, and it's not going to happen straight away, by the way, it will unfold over the next 13 months, where we're going to be realizing that, you know, in order to be really... It doesn't matter what religion you are. It doesn't matter what you call yourself, your private practice, your private spiritual practice, whatever it is. To the degree that you realize that the other is the one mm. and that you have that connection to oneness, it's the, the degree to which you are being part of the light in our world. So if you're nice to the people in your church or your temple or your mosque or whatever it is that you're your spiritual community, but you're not nice to the other, then that's not really being nice, you know? And I think we're going to have this awakening that it's great that we all have these unique individual religious preferences and practices or spiritual practices, but really we need to realize that we're all one. And that by realizing that we are all one, that's where we're going to have this great healing and this great connect connectivity. And I think Jupiter and Sagittarius is going to bring a lot of that. Plus, hope in hope again. And I think we really need that. You know, I think we're going to have Sagittarius is the optimist and it's about seeing the glass as half full. And I think for the last year or so, we haven't necessarily seen that glass as half full. Mm -hmm. I think it's been very hard. No, it's been really it's been genuinely challenging. And I think what we've we felt is just like there's this division between us and someone else. There's this inequality. There's this problem. There's this this darkness that's been brought to the surface. And don't get me wrong. That's all had, I think, a very important part to play in the unfolding of an evolution of humanity however you've got to have hope I mean I'm a Sagittarius sun sign you've got to have hope you've got to look at the positivity there because there's always going to be problems in the world there's always going to be things that are unfair and that need to be and, and darkness that's brought up to the surface to the light to be transmuted into light and for things to be redressed and justice to be done but you if you don't have hope and hope then there's no point mm. you know You've got to be thinking about what is possible, what is possible, the, the justice that can be done, the fairness that can be brought, the equality that can be brought, the oneness that can be created. And if you get too, you know, in those Scorpio waters, and I know, you know, Stephanie's a Scorpio sun and Elizabeth is a Scorpio rising, so you guys understand that, that depth very well. But sometimes when we go too deep into those waters, we forget about that lightness of life. And I do think that this next year is going to bring a little bit more lightness our way. And you know what? I think we need it. Yeah. Definitely. I love that. That makes me feel good. Me too. Good, because I'm here to make people feel good. <laughs> yes, you are. I really am. Sweet reflector. I know. I know. Angel. Time out from this combo. T-O. I'm ready to talk about my favorite online destination. For TM. And that is Thrive Market. Yes. You guys. Yesterday I had to shop at Whole Foods because I forgot to place my Thrive order Same. and I was very unhappy. Steph and I walked out of Whole Foods. We went together. That's what friends do. <sighs> they go to Whole Foods together. Yeah. And we both were shaking our damn heads afterwards. I mean, I was like, because we came back from Palm Springs. It was a whole thing. We were like, okay, <sighs> I'm really mad. I just 
basically, I felt like I wasted like $20. I definitely did, but I was so hungry. So hungry, but that's why Thrive Market is there for us. We are the biggest fans of this website, you guys. OMG. It's literally the best place for shopping for thousands of the best-selling non-GMO organic natural products, foods, bath, body, face, wine, meat. I mean, whatever you want, they got it. And it is at 25 to 50% off a retail price. And that ain't no joke. And they will tell you after every order how much money you've saved versus going into a store. Okay, there's a couple things that I want to celebrate here. First of all, they have this dry riced keto broccoli that I'm obsessed with. How's that come? It's so interesting. So normally I've gotten rice broccoli in the frozen food section and it's like literal chunks of riced broccoli, like how you would cook it. This is like almost freeze dried, completely pulled apart florets. There's no like actual stock or anything. It's just the tops, but it's like freeze dried and you put it with water or broth and you cook it and it's like, it almost, it has like a quinoa consistency mm. after cooked. So I've been making that and putting it with some um, nutritional yeast, some canned salmon from Thrive Market. Um, their Thrive Market brand is incredible. And then I also got these sriracha cashews. Ooh. They're so good. They're Thrive Market brand. And I've been cutting them up and putting them into the riced broccoli. And it's so delicious. It's like this weird hodgepodge bowl thing. Then after that, when I need my sweet tooth satiated, I go over to some Living Intentions. They have these cacao-covered nuts. Ooh. And also they have this white chocolate flavor. I find Living Intentions brand actually difficult to find in grocery stores, and Thrive has a thorough selection. So it's a snacker's paradise over there. It truly is. And uh, as I mentioned in previous episodes, um, I've been doing this muscle testing with Vanessa Fitzgerald to clear a parasite. I know. It's a little TMI, but it's the truth. And um, part of that process is no eggs and no grains. So I've had to really... um, reinvigorate my way of cooking and snacking and all of that fun stuff and Thrive Market has so many grain-free options I just picked up um the Banza penne chickpea pasta which comes in like rigatoni and wheels and all of that fun stuff and obviously Simple Mills crackers we love um they but if you type in grain-free in the search engine it's just so many options for not only you, but your pet. So mm. there you go. Whoa. Um, and so just thankful to Thrive Market to showing me that I don't have to deprive myself. I think that's a huge thing. And another thing with Thrive Market is that it makes these items accessible to everybody. Not everybody has a Whole Foods on their corner. Not everybody has a Whole Foods in their town. And we understand that. And we want and support these items that support health to be readily available for everyone and Thrive Market gets that. And not only that, but they let you, um, they, as Steph mentioned, you can track your savings and then they also let you donate to families in need with that savings. So that's thrivemarket.com slash retrograde. And what do you get, Elizabeth? You get 25% off your first order, but as we said, $100 cap. So what do you get, Elizabeth? You get 25% off your first order in a 30-day trial membership get the membership you guys it's so worth it you will save money and you will be so stoked because it's literally all the best things at your fingertips i said this last time i saved twelve hundred dollars last year bye bye sorry trip to mexico see you later thank you thrive market (laughs) we love you again that thrivemarket.com slash retrograde 
you guys want any more tips, just DM us. We'll let you know what to get. Um, what else can we know about this um, pending Mercury retrograde? So, you know, I love the cosmos because this Mercury retrograde is taking place in Sagittarius. And as we've just met, talked about, Jupiter is going into Sagittarius. So what a great opportunity then at the beginning of Jupiter and Sagittarius, this 13 months where we can create miracles and expansiveness in our lives, particularly in the Sagittarius ruled parts of each of our unique charts, but just generally in our lives. What better opportunity and gift than Mercury going retrograde and pulling us inwards and asking us to reflect and do all those things re in relation to the Sagittarius ruled parts of our lives, both in the natural zodiacs, all those areas of life that I mentioned earlier, and in our unique charts, and think, well, what is it that, what, what's the status quo in the Sagittarius ruled parts of my life? Mm. You know, where are things at in that area of my life, in those parts of my life, and what would I like to create over the next 13 months? So in Ooh, that sense... No pressure. No, no but that's really <laughs> cool. It's like giving you that, uh, that slate. Yeah. From the very beginning to be like, hey, this is what's going to be getting reviewed. Yes. Why don't you clear it out before it gets too hairy? And, and, and wax exact, it. Yeah. Wax that stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> Get that hair so pluck them out. Yeah. But yeah, make it a clean slate. And yeah. also just go in and say, what is the status quo here? What is going on? What, what am I happy about? What is kind of like, meh, what could I let go of? What do I want to create? Because I think when you're, the whole point of soul astrology is cosmic consciousness and co-creating with the cosmos. Mm. And when you simplify on that level, the, all these planetary movements and activities and transits are simply there to give you an opportunity to look in and to review your own life and to work with the cosmos on a very practical level. So in that sense, I hope everyone's not going to freak out about Mercury retrograde. And I hope everyone's instead going to look at it and say, wow, this is a great opportunity for me to reset myself. How do we love find really do. where something is ruling in our chart? Mm, this is a real Stephanie question. That is a real Stephanie question. But that's great. It's <laughs> like we, I, like we, we've discussed many times. Like what people can go to your website, yeah, and they can type in their birth time, date, location, mm -hmm. and then their chart comes up. And the chart comes and up. And then what? And then you have to look at your chart, and you can see there is an astrological glyph on the corner on the outside of the chart and according to where it is it will tell you so you will look at the outside of the chart and you will see that there's an astrological glyph pertaining to one house in your chart and that will tell you oh that little that house those life areas are ruled by that particular planet so when you look at that, you can see and you can say, all oh, right, there you go. Sagittarius glyph is sitting over my second house. Therefore, Sagittarius rules my second house. And my second house is all about my personal finances, my income, my possessions, et cetera, et cetera. So you say, great, that's where that transit's happening I in see. my chart. Does that make sense? Yeah, so yeah. then we can then like, do a little dear Google and be like, second house means this. Yeah, da, 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 da. exactly. You okay, can do that. I love and, that. And, it, and, and it's actually quite simplistic to to work it out. I personally do work with exact degrees. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty anally retentive of going, ooh, your second house starts at 24 degrees of Sagittarius. So actually this transit is taking place in your first house and this is transit is taking place in some of your second house. Mm. But that's kind of soul astrology level two or like a kind of more in-depth level and you don't need to do that in order to work with these energies properly so just chill can i ask you about your podcast yeah yes um thanks to you guys i would never ever have a podcast if it wasn't for you both i really wouldn't and it's you know how grateful i am to you both for kind of helping me find my voice and 
Yeah, I mean, I have a podcast. Isn't that weird? It's crazy. It's not weird at all. I wish I said podcast the way you do. <laughs> I'll teach you. <laughs> That's I know. I'll give you my thing right I know. now. With my Michigan yeah. accent, it's like, I don't even like to say it really. I like it. I like, I like the way you say it. Podcast. Radio show. Podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Podcast. All right. Okay. So mine podcasts <laughs> get canceled. <laughs> my podcast. So mainly because I connected with so many of your amazing listeners because you guys were so kind to have me on. And people would say, we wish we could hear you more often than when you're on, you know, so, and then so retrograde. And I would be like, oh. I mean, I guess, you know, maybe I should have my own podcast. And then I just I just decided to go for it and do it. And it's not astrological based per se. It's more of a life coaching podcast based on cosmic consciousness. So basically twice a month, I have solo episodes around the new moon and the full moon. And I pick a trait from that new moon or full moon. And I talk about it, kind of me just rambling for like 30 or 40 minutes. And I set homework. And what's nice about it is, you know, I am an astrologer, but I'm also a life coach and there's a lot of other things that I do. And it's it's kind of a way of helping people who aren't super into the astrology, mm-hmm. but like listening to me for insights about mm. life, about life coaching, about how to transform their lives. And yeah, it's out there. That's so amazing. Bonkers. Mazel tov. Did you choose to not go hard on the astrology because you didn't want to... I think alienates the wrong word, but you know, you understand what I'm trying to say. The people who might not come to that because of that, but could definitely use a resource like that. That's exactly right. Is I just also felt that, you know, not everyone's into astrology. Like, for example, a lot of my coaching clients, they're not into astrology at all, but they love working with me. And they would sort of say to me on coaching calls, I wish that you would share this kind of knowledge with more people. And I'd think, well, how can I do that? And how can I birth that? But I liked using the new moon and the full moon as as markers, mm-hmm. as kind of saying, okay, I'm going to do it. I mean, I'm a refle- reflector, so I'm very much tied to the lunar cycle. So it made sense to use the lunar cycle without going too deep into the astrology. Plus, soulstrology.com is launching by the winter solstice. So I have this kind of a separate thing for my astrology and then a separate kind of thing for Alchemy with Ambi, which is the podcast and blogs and various Instagram memes. I also think it's funny that some people who aren't into astrology are into the moon. It's really, they're like, I don't believe in astrology, but like, yeah, of course, a full moon. It's like, it's the same. I think that people feel the visceral, they see the visceral effects of the moon on the tides. And so you can't really deny that we are, you know, that the the moon has an impact on the tides and that how, you know, high tide, low tide, et cetera, et cetera, according to where the moon's at. Us energetically as a whole. Exactly. Because also thus us as human beings that are 65 to 70% water. But I think when we go into things like Saturn's retrograde or Uranus is in Taurus or Uranus has turned retrograde and is trining Jupiter. It's a lot of syllables. People, it's hard to people grasp are just onto. like what yeah and F. what the fuck and and they kind of and it gets too much for them yeah and I understand that and I think that you know it's each 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 person to their own right each mm-hmm. to their own and I think we should take it like that but I think the new moon and the full moons are fantastic markers for any of us because they're happening right outside our windows every single day um, yeah like if we could not? see a trine we'd be like hey uh, that's a trine <laughs> sometimes I have actually spent time looking at the the planets and the stars and and just looking at them and being able to kind of almost see it in the sky and it, Ugh, it's so amazing that's so cool I know, but that's my kind of like diving deep into astrologiness yeah if you had um what one bit of homework for us to do a little exercise to do in this time in this time good question elizabeth what yeah. thank you i love um, setting homework i love the homework you give oh, that so makes me happy okay so homework i would I have a few bits of homework. Great. Great. 
Multi-level. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do this. Gold stars for everyone who does it all. <laughs> Number one, set yourself some loose intentions or all very specific ones, depending on how you like to manifest, for the next month in relation to those areas of sex, beauty, self-image, relationships, money, and creativity. Set some intentions and in, write, put them out there. Write them on a piece of paper and just, it could be a baby step. It could be something really practical. It could just be an intention for a shift in your consciousness. But set those intentions and then check in by December the 7th and the next new moon as to how what you've achieved with regards to those goals that you set. Number two. Look at us overachievers writing this down. They are scribbling everything <laughs> down. I'm a very proud mama um, or grandma. Um, number two, think about the Sagittarius ruled parts of your life in your chart. And you can check this very easily online. If not on my website, then on astro.com or Cafe Astrology or one of those. And check the Sagitt which areas of life Sagittarius rules and start to think about what you would like to create what shifts you would like to create in that those areas of life, what you would like to manifest, not just over the next month, but over the next year. Like what big goals do you have? And think about how you can infuse real expansiveness in terms of your consciousness in, into those goals and how those goals can be also infused with goodness and, and kindness. Because, you know, I always say this to people, we all think about manifesting, and that's fine. That's really good. You know, why wouldn't we have our goals and our, our things that we want to achieve? But when we think about manifesting, not just for our own good, but for the greater good, that kind of almost immediately, it kind of helps our manifestation actually occur. You know, it helps the unfolding of what it is that we want. And Sagittarius is very much about that. It's not just about me receiving for me. It's about me receiving so that I can be a channel for other people, mm. so that I can be a channel for goodness. So, you know, maybe somebody's got a goal to make X amount of money, what are you going to do with that? Are you going to be spending it unconsciously? Are you going to be maybe donating a little bit to a charity? Like what? who benefits from you benefiting? Think about that because if you can infuse all your goals in the next year with that consciousness, I guarantee you, you're going to find that you manifest a lot more effortlessly because mm. the universe will have your back. Love that. Yeah, that's all your homework. I don't want to overload you. All right, you. that's good. Okay, we'll keep I you was posted. ready to keep it going. Okay, <laughs> you can always check out my podcast if you want to do the other homework. Okay, perfect. That's a great shameless like plug. That. I love that. I know. Um, I have to get it in there. Very, <laughs> uh, very um, consciously mm -hmm. saying thank you to people who have made an impact on my life. And I just want to say, Ambie, you are certainly one of those. You are such a light and a guide to everybody who is lucky enough to come into your orbit. And um, Elizabeth is a real emo today. You uh, it's really sweet. are just so wonderful. So if anyone has a chance to check out Ambie's sound baths at Wanderlust, mm -hmm. they are a little bit of astrology. They are a little bit of uh, practical takeaways, such as you provided for us today, and some deep, deep sound healing. And it's at the first Friday of every month. Yep. So for new moon, um, December 7th is the next one. Beautiful. So... But Thank you. You're so sweet. But you know what? I just feel like I feel like this this love is just it just organically moves with the right people. Do you know what I mean? This mm -hmm. kind of like that's so sweet you said that, but I feel the same about mm -hmm. you. And it you know, you know, it's just like there's a kind of reciprocity and it's just it, we're so lucky. We really are. Because it's in this crazy town, you know, we don't always get those kind of connections that easily. It is true. It's so important to celebrate 
each other. Real people, real yeah. friendships. Not necessarily online friendships, but real, <laughs> real life friendships. IRL. Yeah. IRL. Uh, tell, speaking of which, tell our listeners where they can find you. Online. Online. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we've just dissed the online, the internet. We love the internet. Um, alchemywithambi.com is my website. Um, the podcast is Alchemy with Ambi on iTunes. And I'm at Alchemy Ambi on Instagram. Um, all of those places. If you want to know more about astrology, soulstrology.com is launching by the end of the year. It's been a long labor that's going on, but it will be out there. And I love talking to people online. So that's my kind of introvert self who loves sitting there in my pajamas and, and, and giving guidance and giving tips and helping people and conversing. So please come say hi to me. Will do. Thank you so much. Love you. love you. Love you. Speak soon. We interrupt this trip through the cosmos today to go on a trip through the interweb by way of shoe shopping. Yes, we have a great partner in that of ShoeDazzle.com. Hey, you can shop all the hottest trends without breaking your bank and save 30% off all retail prices as a ShoeDazzle VIP, a.k.a. a very important person. When you visit the site for the first time, you're given a style quiz so Shoe Dazzle can personalize your shopping experience. I have to say that the shoes that I ordered off Shoe Dazzle are somewhat risky, but very exciting. But you can take a fun risk yeah. because it's so affordable. Exactly. Because of the price point, I was like, you know what? I'm willing to go here with you guys. And I got an over-the-knee, sparkly leopard chunky heeled boot and I'm saving them for my birthday shoes so watch out watch out world whether it's boots booties sweaters or jeans shoe dazzle has everything you need for fall or winter I think it's really fun to have those investment pieces and then have like a fun item you can play around with and shoe dazzle really helps make that happen and you got those strappy sandals that are so comfortable you said so I got two pairs of shoes I went more of the classic route as makes sense if you know our personalities that kind of makes sense so the two styles that I love that I have been rocking regularly is the Rana thigh high boot which is just that's a the one basic I got thick black boot yeah thigh high and it's really comfortable which hey to be honest it's always a crapshoot and uh I was really happy that I could wear them all night long also with thigh highs I feel the crapshoot is will they make your legs like sweat profusely and it, they did not they're it breathable breathable they it looked fabulous if I do say so myself agree and comfortable agree and then I went for the pinky promise strappy high heel shoe to just go with a nice like evening wear it looks great with jeans because all that evening wear I'm wearing classic you know. pump it's a classic strappy pump that's so cute very uh comfortable as well and they have some cool streetwear clothing as well i ordered these like really tbt pants mm-hmm. that what's um, a tbt pant like a th- i'm gonna need you like to a, give me more of a like visual. a throwback style where it's like like a harem pant sort not a harem pant but like almost like a ufo pant but not so crazy got it okay which i love so i ordered those and i've been wearing those around Um, so if you guys want to shop around, take some fashion risks or be more traditional, might we suggest you head over to shoedazzle.com slash retrograde, sign up as a VIP and you will get 50% off your first order. Wow. So you're basically going to buy shoes for 
$15. Yeah. And um, for all of our, those Housewives listeners out there, I know you're there. They have a whole Erica Jane sec- section. Whoa. So there's that. I'm just going to leave that right here. Okay. So Shoe Dazzle, that's H-O-U-E-D-A-Z-Z-L-E. I just wanted to spell Dazzle. Who doesn't? Dot com slash retrograde. Sign up as a VIP and you'll get 50% off your first order. These boots are made for walk-in. Sure are. <laughs> It's that time of the show where we say what we like or we don't, but who knows what we got. I don't know. Yes! Well, guys, the first time I did it, it was really good, but then... The second time you, like, gently didn't commit? Yeah, I know. But I can appreciate that as someone who's gently not committed for her entire life. Uh. <laughs> um, so, it's Roses and Thorns. Really excited to be here. I'm feeling really rosy and fresh. I'm off. feeling really tablescape right now. Like what just does that mean? Like a gorgeous floral. Oh, oh. Okay. You know? I've never heard the word tablescape before. Well. Is it an internet term? It's more of a um, late 90s Food Network term. Mm. If you were like a Sandra Lee fan. So, hi. I'm <laughs> Steph. I was not a Sandra Lee fan. Um, <laughs> but... Thanks for bringing that to this dynamic. I'm feeling really rosy off my birthday weekend, I have to tell you. I'm a little sad that it's over, but excited for the year ahead. Okay. Break it down. I accept that your birthday can only be once a year. Yeah. But unfortunately, it was so wonderful that I'm having a hard time letting it go. It was. Um, Why was it so wonderful? Break it down. Well, you're very musical today. Thank you. Go, 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 go. Um... Well, first of all, I wanted to thank you, my friend, for putting... just hit myself in the face with a pen. (laughs) (laughs) I got so excited to stab myself in the eye. Um, For putting together the greatest circle that ever was. The greatest showman. The greatest showman mashup with the circle of life. (laughs) (laughs) And it was so beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. I like didn't not know what it was going to be like when we kind of loosely talked about it. I didn't know that it was going to require like planning and a trip to the LA flower market and like a gentle breakdown on your on your end. Like I did not know (laughs) that. Do you want to share about that? Okay. Well, so I've shared this on the show. One of my favorite places in Los Angeles is the downtown flower market. I always love an occasion to go. Mm -hmm. So I thought, why not create a flower crystal grid in the center of the circle? Love your vision. You know, got to be a grammable moment. Totally. 2018. Yeah. No, I just if it wasn't on Instagram, (laughs) did it happen? No, no, I just actually thought it would be really pretty and like something we could all circle around. It really made the space. Thank you. Really pop. Went to the flower market and it, the the breakdown was gentle. It was just there's an embarrassment of riches over at the flower market. Too many options. I short circuited. I didn't have a color scheme going in. It was too many options at once, and I just literally stood still in the downtown LA flower market at about at like 10 a.m. on a set on a Sunday Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, almost left. <laughs> you know, and you're just like, I don't, I can't decide. I'm just gonna, yeah, maybe I'll walk out and come back in. No, anyway, you did a great job. Thank you. It's really fun. I think I found a new calling. It really? You could, some people, you know how there's like sort of a research, not a resurgence, but like sort of a thematic thing happening where a lot of women are like quitting their corporate jobs and doing like table spreads. Yeah. Like cheeses and stuff. Yeah. You should do that with flowers and circles. I think circles. so. I think so. But you can't retire. No. You can just have a side I, hustle. An addition. A yeah. Sun, a, 
Saturday like, you can't retire. No, I won't. I won't. Yeah. Um, really fun. But you guys, we should put that on the blog because it's so beautiful. And if you look on Elizabeth's Instagram, you can see the spread. It was so gorgeous. Oh, thank you, buddy. I'm so, I'm happy. so happy. you loved it. And I literally thought that... So Andrea Bendewald, former guest, came and led a circle for my birthday. Of The Art of Circling, one of our favorite episodes this past year. So if you haven't listened to that episode... Definitely do. Yeah. And she's just like a magic woman, a woman I aspire to be one day, a very grounded um, seeker, space holder, light artist, wonderful woman. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was there and they set this whole thing up and what was like eight or nine of our girlfriends? Ten? Nine. Nine of our girlfriends. And... I've never experienced something like that in my life. It was incredible. It was felt like the culmination, like truly of the year, because something that I've been working on in myself is like receiving. I'm just like so used to being like masculine and go and then have like worth issues, like all this fucking shit. And I'm just like this last year, I've been like, I've got to like get over all of this stuff if I want to be the adult that I want to be. And the whole thing, which I think is such an important element to the experience, is that of you receiving yeah and so we we how we set it up is everybody gathered in a circle and there's a talking stick and we are encouraged to let people experience their emotions and and share openly and it's a safe circle where I think everything that's shared in the circle does not leave it's like fight club but super gentle and you guys can hear all about it if you if you go back to to the episode um but um it, but as we spoke to Stephanie and shared how important she was to us in our lives, she wasn't really allowed to say anything. I wasn't allowed to talk, you Can guys, you imagine? for two hours. It Stephanie Simbari could never. I fully like left my body. There was moments where I was like, I haven't said one fucking word. Like it was beautiful. I mean, it was hard at first because yeah. I wanted to like go back and tell you guys like yes and kind of like facilitate the story and be in conversation but like that wasn't the point right and I really did feel my energy like relax and settle and like I I was much calmer by the end I mean I think we all were just because we were like sharing but I've never felt that level of just like it's okay for me to like not do anything Mm -hmm. or like say anything or give or be funnier get the love and just receive the love it was so amazing I was just feeling so blessed and it was so beautiful to see everyone's feelings and feelings man so I highly recommend for a birthday or Or anything I think a birthday is like an is an especially wonderful time to really do it I've had friends who've for their friends have done living funerals for people which is really similar it's like you're giving someone a eulogy. Yeah. I really liked the circle more. It's a little brighter Didn't of a I concept. Say that? Yeah, you said it. You felt like that the only time people really share how they truly feel is when it's too late. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I, I was very inspired by the idea of a living funeral. Seemed a little dark. Yeah. But um, Dia de los Muertos. <laughs> for real. <laughs> but this was, you know, it's I recommend it to everybody. It's such an a a beautiful way to celebrate somebody. So if you want to know how, you can listen to our episode on it. Or just right now for us, I think the biggest thing is um, intentionality. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing why you're there, knowing what you're there to celebrate, knowing what you're there to illuminate. And if you're looking for like themes or grounding, obviously look to the Astro. Obviously. Look to Andrea's page. Think about things that your friend is into. Yeah. And then I think what you said is true, like starting with like how you met that person. Yeah, that's a great icebreaker. And the talking stick is a really beautiful element of that. Again, for our, our craft aficionados out there, 
really fun craft project. Andrea's yeah. was incredible. I know. Beaded. Soldered. Soldered. You know, it had like beautiful feathers, hanging leather, just it was beyond. Dope. So, um, and then yes, going around in the circle, the prompt is how, how in this case, how we met Stephanie and what our first impression was and everybody had just such fun anecdotes. I know, it was really fun. And that really helps kick it off. And, you know, if it's a birthday, you can, you can, um, everyone can then go around and say what they wish for that person throughout the year. We did a really beautiful um, exercise to close it off. And we had um, a necklace that we were all beading and each bead was a wish or, you know, there was a few sentences. In my case, there wasn't just a bead per thing, but it was, yeah, you know. But but the necklace is like holding all of your friends love and intentions. And it's so incredible. So amazing. And I'll just say as my last birthday rose, I'm really excited to be 33. Welcome to the clitoris. Thank you. I really feel like 32 was like this final push of like a chapter of a really long part of my life where I was like really working on self-love and receiving and like accepting abundance and I really feel like I've graduated from a place of like being in a lower vibration and clawing my way to a higher one into Mm. a place of like okay I've put this fucking work in and now I can like move forward from like a new level Aho, sister. Thank you. That's great. Thank you. Thanks for being on this journey with us, you guys, uh, and listening to my advice, even though I never know what the fuck I'm talking um, about. (laughs) Stephanie gives the best advice, though. You guys have to know that. Apparently, I've learned that about myself. Yeah, you must have learned that Saturday night, because I think that was the general consensus, was that you're our go-to gal. I know. I was like, whoa, this is fucking crazy. Okay, And I'm your go-to gal, so that means I must give good advice, too. You must. Whoa, we should start a podcast. (laughs) Okay, let's move on from that. Thank you. Thank you, Andrea. Thank Incredible you to friends. all the friends. And, and thanks to LA Flower Mart for those really well-priced flowers. Yeah. We <laughs> I wish I still had them. Okay. Um, my my I have one more rose. Yeah. Maybe I have two. Okay. One is um, last night I got to go to the Wreck-It Ralph premiere, world Hello. premiere. Uh, the, uh, what is it? Al Capitan Theater. Mm-hmm. They really set it up. It was so fucking cool Amazing. in there. Um, but you guys... <laughs> Disney movies for adults. Oh my god! In our sweet Sarah selves. Oh my god, she is, is a Disney princess. She is a Disney princess in like the, she's like the new princess, like the new wave, newly defined, like badass, independent, and like the movie makes so many jokes about that, and it's just fucking perfect. And at the end of the movie, I found myself crying, and I was sitting next to Amy Z, and I was just like. What she was crying to, she's like, "This is my third time seeing it. I'm crying again." I'm like, "It's just so moving." I and John C. Riley as Ralph is like heartbreaking and deep and beautiful and fuck. Just I know we're all grown ups here, and you might not have a child, but it's worth it to go see Wreck It Ralph. I can't wait to see it. It's, it's so, so good. exciting. Yeah. It's been so long in the making, and it's like finally here. It was so weird because um, one of Sarah's friends, Mark, has a has a daughter, and he brought her to the first premiere. And I remember we had this moment at the first one when she, there was like the after party was at a candy factory, and she was like getting a chocolate bar made, and John C. Riley was there, and she was like just looking at him and she was like literally up to his hip. She was this tiny person and we talked and I helped her make the chocolate. Nine years old. This was, Mm -hmm. you know, five or six years ago. She comes to this one. She's almost fucking 16. I'm like, wait, are you? She's insta-living it. I'm like, are you 
Cohen's daughter? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I almost fell on the floor because it is crazy how we don't really totally notice how we're getting older. But then you see a child who's grown like two feet. Well, and I'm like, stopping time with the bobo, so it's fine. Dude, she's like tall, has boobs, has a phone, hate, has earrings, has a dr- I was just like, whoa, I'm giving you my phone number in case you ever need anything because I feel like you're about to start getting into trouble. Like It just was like so intense. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it was crazy. It's a real legends only night for both of us. Oh, yeah. Night. Talks about Okay, talk so about I went. Rooms to the Shoah Foundation uh, big gala last night. And the Shoah Foundation was oh, Steven, a gala? Was a gala. Mm. Steven Spielberg started the Shoah Foundation with USC after he did Schindler's List as a um, organization that aimed to uh, capture and retell the stories of survivors in beginning with the Holocaust, but then survivors of all genocide genocide all over the world and it's really the concept of um being able to preserve these stories that will hopefully have it not repeat itself Mm. and they do that through various uh museum exhibits and they have curriculums and Oprah was there. Oh my God. Whoa. Hello. <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> and um, the most touching part was they honored a woman by the name of Ivy Shamus, who they gave the Stronger Than Hate Educator Award to. And she had such an incredible story. She was teaching her Holocaust history class at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas School on February 14th, which Whoa. was the school where the Parkland shooting was. Yeah. She was teaching her eyewitness curriculum, which is the Shoah Foundation's Holocaust curriculum. So she was teaching about hate when this horrible act of hate happened and two of her students sadly passed away. And mm. she had her students in the classroom up on stage with her along with um, veterans from World War II who were Holocaust camp liberators. And it was so phenomenal. It was just such an emotional evening. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson were uh, there uh, honored. And it was just like one of those ne- legends only. That's yeah. all I got to say. Martin Short, Tom Ford, <sighs> Martin Melissa Etheridge. Hi. I mean, hello. That's really cool. It was really, it was really special. Yeah. And especially in such an important week, the climate that we're in at the moment, um, just 11 days ago, having the Pittsburgh incident happening. It was just very uh, high emotions, and it just felt like a very important cause to be lending time to. So I was very honored to be there. And honestly, when Oprah tells you to go vote, you kind of just feel like, okay, I'm in the right room. You fucking feels turn really out. nice. Um, and my last rose, since we're not going to do thorns... I just, I know I did this on Instagram yesterday, but I'm like obsessed with fucking nutritional muscle testing. Hello. I want to shout out Vanessa Fitzgerald V's Honey from our Adderall episode. Um, We talked to her obviously about the Adderall thing on that episode, but what she actually does is nutritional muscle testing. And Elizabeth and I are both being treated by her for oddly eye conditions. Mm. So I don't know what that's about. I don't know. I hate when people are like, what are you not seeing? I'm like... I don't fucking know. Okay, I think but <laughs> can I say something really annoying about that? So that was what people were saying to me too, where it's like, oh, your left eye, it's like a third eye problem. And I was the same. I was like, it's not a third eye It's like a physical problem where like my gland is fucked up, whatever. Turns out my hypothalamus is very weak, which is like your right. third eye gland. Sure, so I'm like, oh shit. Like maybe there is something to that where like the physical is connected to the spiritual and 
you know, we all know that, but when it comes to your own health and healing, it's very difficult to wrap your mind around the fact that it might be metaphysical when what you want is fucking concrete answers. Exactly. That's so what I like about me. this practice is that it's weirdly without even saying it, addressing those things, mm -hmm. but with like actual vitamins. And if you commit to the protocol, like your eyes look so much better. Thank you. I feel like, I know you never noticed mine, but like, can you notice that it's not really as red or swollen? I haven't noticed it in the past year. Okay, that's crazy. But I know that you feel it. I was like, you know, I kind of had resigned myself to being like, all right, whatever. Like, it's not that bad. Like, I need to not be so vain. But like, every time I would wear mascara for too long, it would like pulsate and it would hurt. And I would take my makeup off. And at the end of the night, I would look in the mirror and it would be red and swollen. And like, not as it was, obviously, when I needed the surgery, but definitely not like what it was like before this whole fucking thing happened. Mm -hmm. um, and so I can't recommend this treatment enough. It's so amazing. If you're willing to financially and emotionally commit to it, then you will yield incredible results. Hell yeah. So. So. I'm stoked. I love that. Yeah. Switching a little bit of gears. Yeah. And just two roses, two tiny roses. Shout out to our friend Ruthie Lindsay, who has a podcast called Unspoken. Yes. Ruthie's episode was so powerful and she is just. And we just got to spend the weekend with her in Palm Springs. Light and she's on this incredible. Planet. Yeah. And she, uh, has is having this beautiful conversations about um moving through pain and brokenness and how that can really help you find your purpose in the world and mm -hmm. she's having these phenomenal conversations with people the the podcast is called unspoken check that one out and then my favorite improviser has a podcast oh who's your favorite improviser my boyfriend joey did you ever think that you would have a favorite improviser nope <laughs> Nope. Actually, don't like seeing improv. But I that changed when, because Joey is really good. I yeah. You'll even say that. Yeah. And you're on my boat when it comes to the improv of it all. It's bad. It's fun to do. It's not fun to watch. And that's like a known fact. <laughs> but when I, when I saw Joey and I'll say Mike do improv for the first time, I was like, oh, these guys are fucking good. Yeah. And, and the only person I ever thought was good at improv before them was Jason Manzukis, And now he's like a full-blown star. Yeah. So, um... Kevin Pollack had, who's the dad from She's All That. I don't know. And like a million other things. But to me, that's my touchstone. I feel like if he knew that that was your like reference I'm for him, sure he'd be I like, I drunkenly um. said that to him before. But that's an embarrass myself. But that's okay. Um, so the podcast is called Alchemy This. And Kevin brought together a ton of uh, really, really talented improvisers. It's now on the homepage of iTunes in the comedy section. Aww. And I think it's like number 15 on the charts right now. But it's a fun, it reminds me of like a fun old school like radio show where they're acting things out. But it's this, in this case, it's all improvisational and it's like a fun listen. So I love that. You know, if anybody feels like that type of entertainment. And go for since it. Um, Joey Greer is coming up in the world, let's shout out the fact that he will be with us in New York. Yes, alongside Jade Catapretta uh -huh. for the New York Comedy Fest. Mm -hmm. We're so excited. It's this Sunday, 11 11, 5 p.m. at Union Hall, Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. We are so excited. Guys, get your tickets, unionhallnyc.com. Mm -hmm. New, as part of the New York Comedy Festival, it's me and Steph and our comic friends. Yeah, and we're gonna—it's gonna be like a really fun, intimate sit down. It's gonna be the first time we don't have a guest. 
but we have a lot of like funny little things planned. So Do you guys like bits? Yeah. So come see our bits <laughs> and we'll also answer questions and it'll be really fun. Yeah. It'll, I think it's going to be. And I think we have a gift bag. Yeah. I'm sure Elizabeth Working has organized on that. Working on it. Okay, cool. And then on Monday mm-hmm. at 5 p.m., mm-hmm. what do we have happening? We have a meetup uh, at 5 p.m. on Monday, 11, 12. We will be meeting up at Air Champagne Parlor to uh, connect the community yeah, over some bubbles. want to hang out in some bubbles on all female-owned uh, champagne brands mm-hmm. will be served. My good friend from How growing up is that? became a fucking restaurateur, and it's incredible. And so we just want to celebrate her and celebrate you guys and drink at 5 on a Monday. Yes. Um... I think that's it. Yeah. I think we're good to go. Ambie Kavanaugh. Love ya. Cosmic savior on this planet. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us today. Um, should we do another Ask Ambie down the line? Let us know mm-hmm. and we can set that up. And I think come January, we're going to have a live show with her here in Los Angeles. In LA. But so don't, don't worry about that. Right? Watch worry about space. our New York show yeah, first. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. Thanks for listening. I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Sambari. Namaste listening. Bye. Today's episode of That's So Retrograde is brought to you in part by our favorite destination on the internet for supporting our healthy lifestyle, thrivemarket.com. Go to thrivemarket.com slash retrograde and you will get 25% off your first order plus a free 30-day VIP membership. Namaste online shopping forever and ever and never leaving the house. Hope you enjoyed the show. Yes, that's a retrograde.